Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral leadership, and ministry. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Feeding and Leading. This is a podcast primarily aimed uh, to help pastors, but also anyone else that would love to listen. We welcome you to listen to uh, this podcast. Um, I'm joined, as always, with Andy Taylor, our regional ministry partner uh, here in Oklahoma Baptist uh, State Convention. And uh, he and I sit down in this podcast, and we we kind of usually alternate between talking about expository preaching and talking about the issues that face pastors today and pastoral ministry and pastoral leadership. So, Andy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. I'm, ex- I'm excited about this topic. I, I don't know. Are, We're going to talk about meetings today, so is anybody ever say, excited about meetings? You're excited about this? Are you feeling okay? <laughs> uh, uh Meetings usually are a dreaded thing uh, for a mm. lot of people. Some people like meetings, um, you know. Apparently, some people kind of feed on that. Yeah, but uh, I think a lot of people kind of dread meetings. Um, and let's think about that for pastors. One of the reasons I think pastors dread meetings is sometimes they they maybe feel a little any ill ill equipped on how to lead them. Yeah, um, they dread them because they're a time consumer. They don't have time for it. Yeah. Um, and well, let's face it, Baptists just like to have meetings. Yeah, we really do because and, we because we have committees. Yeah, we're b- very committee driven, so those yeah. committees have to meet, and you know that's yeah we have and meetings. A, and a lot of people generally want to avoid that death by meeting kind of you know thing. I don't want to feel like I'm in a meeting all the time. Right. But let's face it, meetings are are uh, an unavoidable aspect of pastoral ministry. Right. And and I want to say too at the outset of this. Um, Andy and I are not just going to talk about large church staff and all that. Yeah. For in Oklahoma, most of our churches in Oklahoma Baptists um, have a multivocational pastor, or if the pastor's full time, yeah. he is the only single time single pastor. staff. Yeah. So uh, this is not just about how to have a good staff meeting. No, but even single staff multivocational pastors. Yeah, um, they got to have meetings. You, you gotta, meet with you deacons. Gotta, you got to meet with the deacons. You got to meet with the finance committee. You got to meet with the personnel committee. You gotta, building and grounds. Yep. What you know? You there's so many yep. committees that we have. So so our idea here is that we we wanted to talk about about how to make meetings great again. <laughs> so meetings are an unavoidable thing. Yeah. So uh, we, 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 we won't take long in this episode. Really, we just want to, I think, kind of go through a little list mm-hmm. of some things that, Andy, you and I have kind of jotted down, or I'm going to be honest, you have jotted down. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, 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 we just kind of go through some, some things that might help a pastor practically in making a meeting something yeah. that's more effective and and not something to be dreaded. Yeah. So I'll let you start that list. So I off. think the the number one and I by the way, I'm gonna put a little disclaimer here to everyone who was ever on my staff or sat in a meeting that I <laughs> ran that I confess I was not the best at this always. Uh, yes. Okay. Same the, for me. I Same think the me. number one thing to make a meeting effective and useful in time 
is to determine the singular purpose for the meeting. There's nothing worse than getting in a meeting and you sit around and you talk about 50 different things and you can tell it's just uh, that, you know, this guy or that lady or whoever has just brought something up and it's just spur of the moment, you know, stream of consciousness talking. No, the pastor needs to set the tone for the meeting by saying, this is the singular reason we're meeting. We're meeting to discuss our deacon family plan. We're meeting today to talk about um, the, how we're going to address the, the water issue in the mm-hmm. church. You know, today we're, we're talking uh, for the next hour about uh, worship planning. Yeah. yeah. So then to follow that one up, Generally, the pastor is going to be leading the meeting. Not always, but mm-hmm. but if you are leading the meeting, the singular purpose, as you just said, and yep. then keeping the meeting on track with that purpose. Yes. So I think people get frustrated with meetings, uh, leader and participants, when you just feel like you've been in there chewing the fat. You know, right. Just, so here's the thing. Know what that purpose is, as you just said, and then get the meeting started and get right to it. Uh, don't spend the first 15 minutes of the meeting talking about the sports scores and all that. Hang around and do that after the meeting if you have time and want a fellowship then. But if you're going to have a meeting, do the meeting and start the meeting out on what the topic is and don't get 20 minutes down the road and then here's what will happen. People kind of get a little frustrated with that. And what will happen a lot of times is if if you go 20 minutes or two in the fat and talking about something that the meeting's not about, you're going to go 20 minutes beyond the time you had scheduled. Yeah. And that, and I'll just add that third thing then too. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> start on time and end it on time. Yeah. Set a time. Yep. We're yep. going to go one hour. And make sure you start and, 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 and if you get distracted with a lot of people just chewing the fat, talking about things that the meeting's not called for, that's frustrating to people. That's not an effective meeting. Um, it's not that that's not important to have that fellowship. Just do it after the meeting if you have time or do it in another place. Yeah. But have the focus, keep on focus, and then stay on the time. And, and you know, people get worn out by really long meetings. Yeah. Meet for the hour. Uh, if, if that's what you uh, – and if you don't get your stuff done, reschedule, have another meeting. But you're, you're trying to avoid people getting frustrated and people getting worn out, you know, because in this day and age especially, the people that have come to that meeting have probably made some kind of a sacrifice. You know, maybe they arranged, they arranged for child care for yeah. them to be there. Yeah. I moved something around on my schedule. And if I've done that and I come up here and this is just kind of a – an inane meeting that, you know, uh, why am I here? This was not important. Yeah, especially People, if they see the pastor is the one that's just kind yeah, of wandering yeah. all over the place. They're going to get frustrated with good. that. Yeah, I, I say, you know, I, I wish I would have learned this a lot earlier, but I started printing an agenda, Yeah, a bullet point agenda. Yeah. I, I tried to make sure that I had no more than, you know, six, seven items that were on there and that mm. all of them were related to the stated purpose. And I, I'm, I'm using my hands now. At the top of those mm-hmm. eight and a half by 11, I, the stated purpose of the 
of the meeting and then the agenda items listed out in bullet points and those agenda items, making sure that they're fulfilling what that set agenda was. The second thing I would say to that is you got to have an agenda, but then you got to follow the agenda. Mm -hmm. You got to actually follow after it. Now, here's the hard part. What if you're the pastor and you're following the agenda, but somebody else is derailing it? Yeah. Right? You've had that happen. (laughs) I've had that happen. This is a place for a pastor to either use or gain people skills mm-hmm. and be able to bring that back in. You know, yeah. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Let's uh, and, and I'm going to talk with you about that, but let's get back to right. X, Y, or Z. Let's talk about that later yeah. or let's – yeah, absolutely. Now, on the agenda, um, I think something I would add there too is that that also speaks to you being prepared for the meeting. Sometimes when you don't start on time – you don't really end up talking about what you need to talk about. You're just chewing the fat. You, you run down all these rabbit holes. A lot of times that stuff happens because as the leader of the meeting, you weren't prepared. Yeah. So like I never did – when I did a staff meeting for a manual, I, I never had like a bullet point agenda. Mm-hmm. But many times though I, in my in, – on, on a notepad or something, I would jot down – Right. These are the six things I want to talk to the staff about today. And then I would kind of follow that. And if you don't have the bulleted agenda, um, maybe maybe you have like regular standing meetings with the finance committee or the deacons where maybe you kind of have uh, almost a, a pattern. Yeah, the routine. Like, okay, yeah. in the finance committee, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look over the last month's finances, and then we're going to look at this, and then we're – and everyone kind of has an expectation. Exactly. And so, but having a flow, having some kind of um, orderliness to the meeting is really critical to impact its effectiveness and not to frustrate people. And and that's why we went to the the short little written bullet pointed agenda Mm. is because if I had more than four or five people in that meeting, uh, they could know where we were in the meeting in relation to time. Uh, by just simply looking looking down at the at that agenda that yeah. that we had given them, yeah. and and two, with the agenda and preparation, another one is um, if 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 it was a pastor going to have a ministry staff meeting or really a pastor having a meeting of any kind, um, it, I, this is something I should have done better on I know but. If you can send some of those agenda points to the people of the meeting beforehand and say, uh, I'm going to come prepared to the meeting, you come prepared to the meeting, and uh, where you don't just kind of come to the meeting and everybody's just – this is the first time they're going to give any thought to whatever. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is here's our topic. Here's the agenda things. Even if you could give that to somebody in advance, mm-hmm. people are going to come, hopefully. And you can even tell them, hey, I want you to be thinking about this. Right. And then when people come to the meeting and they don't have to say, well, no, I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I need some time to think about that. Uh, give them the time to think about it before the meeting happens. Well, let's also face it. Uh, if you're able to involve people in the running of the meeting or or the, you know, passing the information, because let's face it, that's what meetings generally are. They're passing information. 
then you you gain everybody's attention much better. There's much more buy-in when yeah. people are when they have something. So let's say you're having a deacons meeting and there are four or five agenda things that you need to talk about. You need to talk about deacon family planning. You need to talk about uh, the funeral that's coming up in which the deacons are going to uh, help organize the dinner. And then the deacons are uh, going to provide uh, the widow's banquet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's another item, uh, Mm -hmm. agenda item. If you make that agenda and you tell hey bill at the at the meeting deacon bill i would you speak to this you got about uh, you know if you could do it in about 3 minutes that'd mm-hmm. be great speak to this and hey uh fred if you could speak to the widows banquet mm-hmm. that would be perfect and and you know detailing those giving those guys assignments if you will uh, then it's not just you running the meeting everybody's got better buy in and uh and you kind of know where you're going yeah yeah uh, here's another thing to think about with meetings, and this this might not necessarily be in some meetings like a finance committee meeting or some. I think pastors would want to do what we're about to say with their deacons. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a staff, you want to do this with your staff. But having a little bit of an equipping time yeah. Uh, yeah. where you feed them a little bit, you know? And I'll tell you what, I, I have heard that a lot from uh, people that I have led in meetings before, mm-hmm. um, and and even just like in meetings that we'll have here at the building, um, we'll, we'll just have a little time where I'll just kind of I'll just kind of read a little verse of scripture, do do a little bit of teaching out of it, almost a little quasi preaching out of it, and somebody will come back later and say, you know what, that was the best part of the meeting. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so as a pastor. You're not just leading a meeting. You are equipping and discipling and feeding the people in that meeting. Yeah. It, 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 you know, Absolutely. They're, they're, your, they're your flock. They're church members. Yeah. And so it's not just about administrating a meeting. It's not just about leading it and keeping it on track. Those are important. But think about how in meetings you can actually spiritually feed and equip your people. Absolutely. And don't. You know, don't preach a whole sermon in there. Don't make it a whole thirty-minute long. Sometimes you may have a meeting where that is. If if that's the agenda and the purpose, great. But you know, hey, we need to talk about this stuff for forty-five minutes um, or an hour. I want to take just five minutes right here, and I want to do a five-minute little thing. And I, I think that that increases that pastoral. Um, accumulation, if I can use that kind of phrase, yeah. you're building something there. Yeah. You're not just going meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting in an isolated kind of thing. You're, you're building. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're establishing a relationship with these people. And the pastoral thing that you can build from having meetings with your church members is huge, and pastors should take advantage of that. Yeah. And that's a way that they do that. And then when you're doing that, pastor, you are building those pastoral coins, as we a- talk absolutely. about. Absolutely. And your clout and relationship with them, and you know, none of that's going to hurt you. Yeah. Well, let's face it, that even in a meeting at that point, you're fulfilling Ephesians 4. You're equipping the saints to do yeah. the work of the ministry. I, you know, we had a—I'll just give you this example. We had a meeting— of of just our children's workers, uh, and it was not a staff led meeting. It was a particular senior adult woman who we had all of the uh, children's Sunday school teachers that were involved, 
And at the end of the meeting, after all of the things that were discussed, and believe me, when it, I mean, I'm just going to be transparent here. Mm-hmm. I, I was there, and it was a children's ministry meeting, and I was like, I was checked out. Yeah, yeah. But I do remember this. <laughs> at the very end, they they did a little, almost like a 10 minute workshop of practicing how to present the gospel to children mm-hmm. with yeah. each other. Yeah. So even at the end of the meeting, they did something very tangible, practical for each one of those yeah. people that were involved to take away with them. Yeah. And what that's doing is people want to walk away from a meeting and they want to say to themselves, that was worth my time. Exactly. And if you go in there and shoot the breeze and chew the fat, it ain't going to be worth their time. Yeah. Or their, whatever sacrifice they've made to get there. Yeah, and we derailed the meetings when all you, the time like when that. when you do exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. they're going to walk out of that meeting and go, you know what, I'm glad I came to that meeting. Yeah. And that's what you want to do with the people that attend a meeting you lead. Yeah. You want them to walk out of the door and go, that was a good meeting. Yeah. I'm glad we did that. But it takes work to have a meeting it, like that. It yeah. does. And yeah. if you're not organized and all the things that we've set up to this point. One other thing I'd add to the pastoral thing, Andy – Mm-hmm. that pastors are building and working toward as leading meetings is the pastoral idea in terms of relationship, you're feeding, you're equipping, you're building all that with your people. But I think pastors should also think about how, how, how do I make this meeting fit the, the vision of the church? Yes. You know, hey, as a pastor, this is the vision God has given me for this church. Um, and our vision is to, you know, heavy on evangelism, let's say. Okay, h- how can that be the foundation or the backdrop of all the meetings you have? Right. You know, when we're having a finance committee meeting, how, how can we have in our mind evangelism? Yeah. You know, how are we spending our money? How, how is this going to – so as yeah. much as you can make the content of meetings fit the vision you have God has given you for the church – I think that's another pastoral element that pastors should think through when they're having meetings. Absolutely. Because you're just you're propelling the vision forward. You're keeping in front of the people mm-hmm. um, what the end state is. Right. And, and that's – yes. And that the meeting that you're currently sitting in actually has purpose toward that. That's right. Yeah. And, that's, and that's how you do a vision too. You're keeping it out in front of them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say maybe one more thing. Maybe we could conclude it here, mm-hmm. uh, unless you got something else. Um, I, I would say when you finish a meeting, uh, very briefly summarize what mm-hmm. has been said. I don't mean mm-hmm. rehash everything, yeah. but summarize what has been said. Um, clarify what assignments have been made, mm-hmm. and and then. Uh, and then communicate the timelines that maybe have been set. Okay, yeah. there's a due date that's out here. Yeah. We need, here's when we're going to report back to this. Are you going to inform this? Whatever. Just so that when you walk away, there's no questions as to right. what you did accomplish and what you're seeking to accomplish. Yeah, yeah that's you'll, good. You'll make your meetings a lot more effective. Hey, the only last thing I would say, yeah. talking about super practical, yeah. pastors to think about is uh, you may be leading some meetings that don't actually need to meet. <laughs> that is a novel thought. Uh, sometimes yeah. you you you're like, hey, oh, this is a group that meets, or maybe you can meet less often. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to meet more often. Yeah, for sure. But sometimes I think when it comes to meetings, it's easy for pastors to fall into this routine. Well, we've always met on the first Monday of, 
um, think about that and be intentional and purposeful about you know meeting times and are, why are we having this meeting? Sometimes you don't even need to have a meeting. Sometimes it's bad to have a meeting just to have a meeting. Sometimes an email can do. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that's good. We'll wrap it up, and hopefully that was some good practical things uh, to help you, Pastor, as you are leading the meetings um, at your church. We will catch you next time. This episode of Feeding and Leading has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.